Hey, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Chat with Papa Joe. Hey, I know it's been a while, but um, hey, Papa's got a job too. All right. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna kick off tonight with a little thing about Papa. Why do you do that? All right. So uh, just sit back, relax, and let uh, grab a beer and let's chill out for a bit, or a wine for young. <laughs> you know, you ladies. One thing I've been asked a lot about, I know I don't have a big following and I don't have where, you know, we haven't progressed. I'm not at Dan Rather level or nothing right now. But one thing I've been asked about and that I feel it's important to expound on is if you noticed near the end of the of the podcast, those of you who thankfully stick around to the end of the podcast or even if you fast forward to the end of it, whatever it is you do. But one thing I do is I tell you to bow your head. Bow your head and pray. I've had some questions about it, and I even had a comment recently that somebody really took some uh, consternation towards that. One thing I want to I want to try to do is is we get in, in, into some difficult discussion into this. One thing that's not taught to the younger generations now is the purpose of religion. That's why I I pull that in there, and I pull that into every discussion. And I try to do it, and, and I expect you to hold me accountable if I don't, but I try to do it in a way that's that's very unique to you. Here's the thing about religion. In religion and politics, we have been taught in the last couple generations, well, even starting from the baby boomers, because I remember my grandfather even used to say it, is that you don't talk religion and politics. Those are two things that you just don't talk about socially. And if I could break any barrier, if I could get anything out to people, it is this. Religion and politics are not to not to be talked about. They're to be taught how to talk about them. When we start talking about religion and politics in an inappropriate way, we end up with a society that we have today. And that is very divided. And like I always say, I say in every episode and everything, the caveat is I come from the point of view, from the perspective, I am a conservative and I am Christian. That doesn't mean that everybody should be conservative and everybody should be Christian. What I try to impart on people is that religion is a very important thing. And and now let me give you another perspective. Near the end of my Navy career, I had the the blessing of being initiated as a Freemason. And what we did was we learned how to use things. You know, when you get past all the the internet drama and, and all that of Freemasonry, really what it boils down to is good men making good men better. That means that sometimes you initiate difficult conversation. And that is where the phrase don't talk about religion and politics comes from because in the lodge we don't talk religion and politics regardless of what all these tin hats people are telling you freemasons are not trying to take over the world what freemasons are doing is using different parables and using things as building blocks to make men better hence why every lodge opens up with a bible or a book of religion and and some lodges open up with a Korean. They open up with a different thing 
the the purpose behind it is that you have to have a belief in a higher power to ha- to guide your moral compass and that's what i'd like to impart on the younger generation and that's why i do this with everybody we don't know everything we think we know everything and we research everything and google tells us everything we don't know let's be honest you really don't know at best you have a 99.9 percent chance of knowing that you're right but you don't know and what you do in your direction of your research and everything goes in the direction of your moral compass that is why i tell people to bow your heads and pray to whatever or raise your hands different religions you raise your hands different practices you kneel different practices you do different things sometimes it's simply meditation sometimes it's actually to the point of get away from everybody and come over here and be alone for freaking 24, 48 hours, 24, 48 years. (laughs) There's all kinds of religions out there. But bottom line is when we take away the talk of religion, we isolate everybody and we don't know everybody's perspective. To a younger generation, religion seems to be a ritualistic thing that has no purpose. And I would like to get us away from that. That's why I say that. Because as you get older and when you start to have kids, it becomes very, you have questions that you can't answer. So as a parent, there's things that there, there's other ways to turn. And when you start turning towards other people and you start turning towards certain self-help books, the whole Dr. Spock phenomenon and all that stuff, you don't have the the same perspective. People can guide you. Religion, if used properly, first off, it gives it it answers a lot of questions, gives you a lot of peace, but it also sets a moral compass. It sets limits that you didn't even know had to be set. Or when you come to a cross in the road, you don't know how far how far to the right can I go. We always talk about a fork in the road, and people always assume it's either right or left. Well, what if you have five forks in that road? As a parent, have you ever come to that? As a parent, I've got five forks in that road. Which way do I go? And it's it's very disheartening. And religion is one way to ease the white noise that happens in parenting. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody does. If you ask your aunt, And then you ask your uncle, and then you ask your mother, you're going to have three different opinions on the same thing. And they may all be close, but they're not going to be exactly the same. And that's why I do that. Bow your head and pray. That's my analogy. Now, if you don't want to bow your head, don't bow your head. You raise your hands, you want to meditate. Whatever it is, but what it boils down to is what I'm telling you to do is look for a moral compass. That moral compass is very important. And when we stop teaching religion, when we stop talking about it, we can't see other people's moral compass. For those of you that don't know what a moral compass is, that's that thing that guides you. When you think about a compass, a compass is something is an instrument. All right. If I want to go someplace, I have an instrument that tells me where north is and everything else is relative to that. If north is wrong, if that compass points wrong, then I will get lost. 
you have to have something to calibrate the compass, correct? If you've ever picked up a cheap compass, all my military folks can tell you this one. <laughs> if you've ever, and Doc is the worst one to have for land navigation. I hate land navigation because I can't get past this. Depending on what compass you pick up, it will always point north. The needle will. And that's what religion does. It's the calibration. Religion will always point north. When you look at your compass, that needle may be pointing west or a few degrees off. You have to know that deviation. And that's, that's why I, that's why it's very important for me to instill upon you, to instill upon the youngins to have some kind of a moral compass outside of mankind, outside of their teachers, outside of you, in fact. And if you don't have the cojones, if you don't have the intestinal fortitude to tell your kids, I might be wrong, then you're probably in the wrong line of business. And that's why it's important at the end of every episode that I do to tell you to bow your head and pray. Look at that moral compass. Use what I've told you, but put it into your perspective. Put it onto your compass. I'm always pointing north, but according to your compass, I might be three degrees off. I might be pointing west. So what do you have to do to turn that compass so that the actual north is showing north on your compass? Now, that's that's the importance of it. How do we teach it? And how do we use that into perspective? Well, the perspective is everybody understanding that everybody has a different north. That Everybody's moral compass is based on their religion. And if you spend your time judging their religion, you're going to be off. You're fighting that deviation. Instead of trying to help them adjust to it, understand where, where their north is. For us Christians, our north is Jesus Christ. Bottom line, that's Christian Christ. Duh. It, do, it doesn't take a lot of freaking interpretation there, does it? Everybody else's north is something different. And even within Christianity, we have our own different, different views. If you talk to a Methodist about where is true north in the followings of Christ, as opposed to a Catholic, as opposed to a Baptist, and I'm part of this, the Southern Baptist Convention, the, we'll tell you that the Methodists are off by our religious teachings. The method, well, I don't know where you guys are going, but you guys need to get away from the darn magnet. Now, Buddhists will have a different point of north. The Muslims will have a totally different north. Actually, Muslims have kind of whatever direction Mecca and Medina are, right? Does that mean they're wrong? No, that means if we want to come to the same point on the map, we need to figure out everybody's north we need to use we need to figure out everybody's deviation and come together otherwise we are going to continue to go to the wrong spot on the map to use an analogy if you want to come to a conclusion about say well this is difficult discussion and i'll even throw this one out there if you want to talk to your children and you want to have a discussion about abortion you're giving them your true north well muslims have a different true north Wiccans will have a different true north. Everybody has a different true north for their moral compass. So if you guys want to come to an understanding, you've got to make and adjust for that, if that makes sense. So at the end of every episode, 
I try to bring forward stuff, and that's why I do it. When you ask Papa Joe, why do you say that? This is why I say that. I want you to bow your head, and I want you to pray to whoever it is that you pray to. And some people do pray to mushrooms. When I first got into this business, I learned that there is somebody who actually worships grass cuttings. That's their true north, whatever it is. I can't judge it. I can't make them. I pray that they find a better north. But until if I want to come to a commonality and understanding of what's going on with that individual, I need to go towards his true north. That's not that's not always easy for us to do. And we need to break out of that. So teach your kids, teach the youngins as you get together, lose the judgment. Figure out where the true north is. Figure out what are the tenets of your religion. And if you don't have a religion, I'm not going to be judgmental, but I'm going to wonder. Your your moral compass is now judged by people who change. So let, let's come to an understanding that your true north is not everybody else's true north. What needs to be done to, if you're going to all get to the same spot on the map then you need to understand where everybody else's true north is. All you are, otherwise, all you are, all you're doing is shouting direction. Hey, come to my side. Come to my side. They don't know where your side is, and they have no reason. They have no reason to go to your side. So, so suck it up. Teach your kids your true north and the importance of of knowing where every. Don't under. You don't have to agree with their true north. You don't have to agree with their religion. You don't have to understand their religion. But you do need to acknowledge that it plays the same part in in their life as your religion does in yours. All right. So on that note, in the words of Brooks and Dunn, and maybe that maybe that's where you need to start at is 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 with some is get off of get off of the podcast and start listening to the music around you. But Brooks and Dunn does a song called "I Believe." In that song, there's a thing that says, "I can't quote." the chapter or the verse, but I can't believe that this all ends in the slow ride in a hearse. If you don't have something in your life at by a certain age where you are questioning the things that cannot be answered or the unexplainable or the things that just don't make sense, now is the time to look for that because you're missing an important opportunity with your children. So let's take a minute, bow our heads, Raise your hand, put your hands together, kneel, cross your legs, burn an incense, whatever you do, let's, let, let's take a look at this and teach your kids a little something something.